0: Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, second chance, second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jake Twido.
1: So many good vibrations. So many good vibrations. (laughs) Sorry, hold on, hold on. Let Let me be Marky Mark. All right. Hey, man, we've got so many good vibrations. I just don't know, man.
0: He whispers the whole movie. He was a lot more subdued in because the movie we're talking about is the Italian job. But you saw. Oh, the yeah. title. <laughs> But yeah. he is like a normal dude in this movie as compared to like his other performances.
1: Uh, you know what? I won't spoil it. But at some point in time, I went, how does this movie end? Oh, right. that's right. No, the, sh- the ending of Shooter is what I had in my head. Ah. No, not, not
0: what happens at the end of this movie, in, turns in out. That, in that movie, he is a breathless maniac.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Polar opposite of this guy. This guy's yeah.
0: uh is like calm, cool, uh, collected, planner, does everything.
1: Hey, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. No. <laughs> Turn up it up. Turn up it up is what I just said, just to get that on the record. Okay. Turn up it up. Yes, turn up it up while I drink a Coca Cola.
0: <laughs> uh, the story for said Italian job, and this is the one from 2003, not the one from like what was that, 1967? Year 69. But I guess with our Marky Mart references, you kind of figured that out. But uh, mm, he's after being after human. being portrayed and left for dead in Italy, Charlie Croker and his team plan on an elaborate gold heist against their former ally. Okay, played by Edward Norton, who did not want to be in this movie, and we'll get into that in trivia. Oh, at the could end. you tell? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could tell. Yeah, holy moly! And there's guy. a whole,
0: there is a whole story about that at the end of
1: the. I don't know episode. the story, but I was going to ask you about it because I one of my notes is Edward Norton, great actor. He does not want to be here. Oh, there's clearly. a reason.
0: There's a reason. Um, oh, reviews uh, from Salon Stephanie Zacharyk Uh, Said the chase scenes in the Italian job are the most exciting ones I can remember seeing in a movie in a long time. Probably because they're the only ones I can remember, and that's saying something. Okay. Hey, that's positive still. That would make sense. Yeah. Because, like, everything was, this is another thing where, like, everything was practical in this movie. There was no CGI at all.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really weird watching these like early 2000s movies Mm because we've seen a couple, I feel like now. Yeah, and we only done in a couple, but it's like this movie's not the best, but holy cow, they did everything.
0: Yeah, they did. They, all this
1: is legit. There's no they built computer sets.
0: All the all the actors were driving in this movie. Like they all went to stunt school. <laughs> I
1: don't know, but I I saw a thing that they all said Charlize Theron the best driver of everybody.
0: Oh yeah, and the producers wanted to give her like an extra two weeks of training because she was a woman.
1: <laughs> um, that, I saw another awesome that oh. <laughs> I saw another funny thing that she got two speeding tickets in the while she was filming yeah. this because yeah, she leaves set and be so used to driving fast she just forgot they're all forty miles I per forgot. hour higher. <laughs> yeah, she didn't get a ticket though. They, they there, mom. She's Charlize Theron. She she's from South Africa.
0: Area. The 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 Paramount probably paid paid it anyway. Or yeah, whatever, but
1: that was probably good. Uh, press. So yeah,
0: our good friend Peter Travers at Rolling Stone had with our negative review. I feel like I've read his reviews a couple times.
1: Yeah, the name's familiar. Yeah.
0: A triumph for the machines. More proof that we do indeed live in the Matrix.
1: I think that guy got lazy, because I don't know what that means.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just, you know, m- most of these reviews are like the the eye-catching sentences they have in their reviews, and you can so read telling the cool me ones.
1: Clickbait existed a long time ago, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: even in 2003.
1: Uh, that's gross.
0: Yeah. So we, we start this movie with Donald Sutherland, who uh, <laughs> I feel like they should have brought back Michael Caine from the original. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that. Have him be his character and have Mark Wahlberg be a different character.
1: That would have been way better. I, I don't know why Donald Sutherland is in this. I mean, yeah, he does nothing. I mean, it was cool. He's a good actor. It's fine. But
0: he, he does look a lot like Charlie Theron. That's probably why they did it. That's
1: true. Oh like, gosh, does that, mean I'm is- attract- does that mean I'm attracted to Donald Sutherland? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he's in Italy. He's buying a-, a necklace and he calls his daughter, who's played by Charlize Theron. Um... And she's like, and you know, it's the typical, like, Oh, I thought you were done. And he's like, Oh no, it's my last one. You know, this is it. He it's gonna done. die.
1: He gonna die. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right away. He did. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and so he, he meets up with his protege, I guess is what we're supposed to glean from this in, uh, Mark Wahlberg who plays Charlie. Yeah.
1: <sighs> <laughs> that just that this whole begin I don't know it wasn't bad but
0: no I mean it's it's no. just introducing characters and yeah but then I, it gets into like a really good high scene
1: that was dope man I was yeah. all aboard yeah which that's where you get the name of the movie that was mm-hmm. the Italian job
0: yeah that's the only Italian job in this movie
1: I guess you could say it's Italian because I mean Mini Cooper's Italian
0: right yeah and that's what this movie was was yeah. like a commercial for it's the a, new Cooper
1: that's it. For yeah. Pepsi and Mini Coopers,
0: which those original ones, which is what Charlie Theron is driving at the beginning, you know, they were death traps.
1: Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> my dad was a driver's ed teacher, and at mm-hmm. some point in time, I think he started telling people, "If you want to look really cute and get a Mini Cooper, just go ahead and buy yourself a casket." Oh God! <laughs> All right, Dad. <laughs> it looks like you're not getting an endorsement. Then years later, yeah. he said, "I'm going to call them up and see if they'll sponsor me and get me one of those because he loves the Bourne movies." Yeah. And he's like, I want to drive one of those things. manual. maybe they'll sponsor me. No. Mm,
0: not with the comments way. you've made in the past, Dad. Not no. likely. But you get so, the
1: uh, full character introduction, which I mm-hmm. um, this. I will see it next week with Oceans t- some too. But like oh, this yeah. time of movies, introduce the character. Show some fun exposition. Oh, yeah. Fast forward back to the movie. I'm like, this was a style,
0: man. Like You've got I need some rope. Played by Jason Statham. Is this his first actual big role? No, I don't think so. I think he'd been in a few other things.
1: Yeah, he. Yeah, he. Yeah, he did the transporter. He did transporter first. Yeah,
0: he's transporter. I'm um, handsome, rub. I like um, to
1: go and r- get my r- sausages r- and barbecue. Oh, curses on me! No, he did snatch <laughs> and two smoking barrels before that, which were best movies ever. But
0: Dominic Toretto, you don't know me, but you're about to.
1: I'm gonna kill your family. That's what's it's it's in just, the next movie.
0: Yeah, it's just fun to do his voice. Uh, I got I got
1: two pain points though. Okay. Him rad. What do you think about most deaf and Seth Green?
0: I like most deaf. Like they're fun.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: The, my I, only problem with most deaf's character is like they set up this thing where like he's scared of dogs. Like that's his thing. He doesn't like dogs, and there was a thing. Never mentions it again. I mean, there's two dogs in the movie, scene. but nothing. Like no, no payoff for that at all. And, you know, Seth Green was like, you know, you need a, a funny guy in a movie. You'd call Seth Green in the early 2000s. Yeah, now
1: Seth Green's making an NFT movie. and Yeah. You know what I used to think? Well, that got
0: stole from him and that he paid ransom to get back.
1: Hey, man, you know how old I am? When I was little, NFT meant nice effing tits. <laughs> Not none of this art
0: bull crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. I'm
1: so sorry. That's
0: why this is going in the cup again
1: i'm so sorry um yeah that high scene was awesome though it and is, i yeah. you know and they call back to it later which is nice yeah. but that to well, me my only problem is me that they hit peak right there yeah and everything else is really cool yeah but that was the coolest
0: and then we're also and we don't know it yet but we're introduced to our antagonist in the scene and uh steve Frizzelli, played by the asshole that is edward norton i talk about <laughs> i just don't his whole like thing man is, at all
1: ed norton yeah no I, I don't think he's a i don't think he's a very good guy i just have no. a feeling he's the guy you don't want to be friends with yeah um i love that the, his whole character thing is he doesn't have imagination yeah you know he's about he's about to kill donald sutherland leave everyone else steal their gold and all he does is take everyone's ideas well, mm-hmm. I hate to say this, but the people that wrote that part—they have no imagination. That's the most like, yeah, villain. He's what, gonna what? date rapey, and uh, he's gonna kill this girl's
0: dad. One thing that I read was the uh, the writers of this movie had never watched the original Italian Job until they got this job.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I can see that.
0: Yeah, have you? So, I think
1: we talked about it last week. Have you seen the original?
0: No, I haven't. Okay, I heard it's really good.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty good for late sixties movies. Like I don't like okay. old movies, but it's pretty good.
0: I've got that and Bridge over the Ridge- River Kwai to watch. So,
1: oh, I've never seen that and I need to.
0: So, but the the heist. Like, we'll just go through it. Like their plan is to plant, explode, like paint. The, for some, I don't know. I guess that was was that to soften the. I think it's
1: nitroglycerin.
0: Oh, is it, that's what they're painting?
1: Yeah, this is like post Mission Impossible when. Yeah explosives can be paint and bubble gum, but that's I think that's right. what that is. is it's a okay. actual thing. And then they put the fuse on it later yeah.
0: and they have to plan out exactly where in the room, the safe is. And so they, they hit the explosives it falls through the thing. And you think it falls onto a boat with, um, handsome Rob and, and what this guy claims to be the Napster. And they take off through the, not the streets of Venice, but the, uh, the waterways
1: yeah that God, i'm I'm smiling that whole all that was just mm. done well.
0: it was great and but uh oh, actually it's underwater with charlie and and Donald Sutherland because he's the safe cracker
1: yeah, and uh I do appreciate them using wax pins on the safe there
0: I, f- I figured Today's- it was something like that.
1: Yeah, I was like, "All right, cool. You thought about it. It's underwater. You're going to have to do that." Sweet. Well,
0: okay. It looks like they shot it underwater.
1: Yeah, I think they did. I think they yeah. piped the hose. I don't that's I don't know. That could have been a stunt actor, but it looked like them. So. I mean,
0: it was it looked like Donald Sutherland's face in the goggles, so I mean, it could have been them. They mm-hmm. probably could have I, done I think some dive training.
1: I'm cheating. I I have a I'm looking at my notes cuz I did some okay. research the other day, but yeah, the actors did almost all their own stunts. Yeah. So, that's wild.
0: So, Handsome Rob leads these bad guys, I don't know who they are, but these Italian guys through the streets, not streets, but the waterways of Venice, and they eventually crash, and it's like, ha, 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 we gotta wait. And then they all get, I don't even know how they got all the gold out of there, but it was like on some kind yeah. of floating trays that they have with propellers on the back of them.
1: Yeah, that was, that was some nice, like, spy stuff. Just yeah, cool gadgets, good stuff. It's like,
0: We'll drop it in the water, make you think it fell on a boat, and then we'll send you out, and then we'll just crack it under here and then unload elsewhere. But
1: then you get the wonderful course, Ed Norton's a villain. Who didn't see it coming? Who didn't understand that this guy's bad?
0: Snivelly little mustache and just... Maybe it worked that Ed Norton didn't want to be in this movie because he had a demeanor of like, I just don't want to be here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So maybe he did work as a villain. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I,
1: I did hate. I mean, I, I'm, he's questionable. His character, I just hated. It was terrible.
0: Well, yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it is
1: the point. You're right. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. So he, um
0: they're they they they're leaving Venice and they all have a, a bottle of champagne. They're discussing what they're going to buy. One's going to buy, like, a house in Italy. Handsome Rob's going to get an Aston Martin. Sethrin's going to get a... Sp- Sounds like something to blow a girl's car clothes off. He's gonna, he's, he's going to catch a case is what he's going to do. Godly. Like, if you had a, a stereo that was loud enough to blow a woman's clothes off, you've ruptured her eardrums and possibly killed her.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you would die. I meant to look yeah. that up and see where like, where that like, point is, but yeah.
0: Seems like everybody in the room would die.
1: <laughs> no, no. Clothes disintegrate before death. Don't you know that? and then i asked i had the question asked my wife which she was just like yeah it's so stupid i was like all right so like does it unbutton the clothes does it rip them off how does this work right and you know that's of course the dumbest thing to focus on but yeah uh
0: so he holds the he they, they stop on the bridge uh edward norton holds mark Wahlberg or not Wahlberg, but uh handsome rob at gunpoint and gets out of there and then he kills Donald Sutherland. Oh no, who's who who's who, who saw that coming? Nobody. Oh no. No, never. <laughs> and then
1: you get an awesome music background to that. Because yeah. the music in this movie is incredibly eh. bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is like butt rock.
0: Yeah. It's like it's the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack almost. Yeah, this is around yeah, the same yeah
1: Very it did not age i think you text yeah. me that did not age at all
0: yeah. did not age well at all no so after this week uh, does it is there a time i assume there's a time jump they somehow yeah
1: it's a couple couple years later they show up and we go back to philadelphia and charlie finds out that steve's laundering out that gold
0: yeah he figures out that he's got the gold and we cut to Charlie Steron, who's working for the police cracking safes. I didn't know that was a possible career choice at all.
1: Um, I knew someone that... I don't think that's a full-time thing. I knew a guy that worked in Atlanta, and that was part of his job.
0: Okay, so or, it's probably she's a, like a locksmith or something. I, guess. I don't know.
1: He He was a detective, I think. Oh. So it was just like a skill set. I well, they made it seem like here. she
0: was like an independent contractor who was like a, a safe specialist,
1: a private safe expert. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's so dumb.
0: Yeah, but you know they they need something for the movie to for her to join the crew. Yeah,
1: you know she can't she can't drive a car. That's for sure. So may as well make that woman <laughs> open up a safe. I only say that because of the director's... We need to put her through more training.
0: Yeah, she okay. needs more training, right? Because she's a woman? Oh, yeah. she's the best out of everybody in the school? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And she's become like an action star in her own right during her career? Oh, okay.
1: Yep. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Power Brothers are... uh Power Family. I don't think it's a girl... A wife and a husband that wrote it. but
0: Yeah, it's it's a yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, husband-wife team. Yeah. Uh, so Charlie tracks her down to her thing. Says, "Hey, we found Steve. We know where he's at. We want to take his gold." She was like, "I don't care about the gold." And he's like, "It's not just about the gold. We want to get this guy." And she's like, "No." And he's like, "Okay, but here's my number just in case." And then immediately in the next scene, he's playing basketball with handsome Rob, and she calls it
1: Got, a, got an important call out here, Preston. What did okay. you notice weird about the basketball
0: scene? Did you notice anything? That is one of my uh, trivia things is that Mark Wahlberg <laughs> wore lifts for most of this movie because he is what we like to call a short king. And yeah. in that basketball scene, he was not wearing his...
1: He was like lips. six inches shorter, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: it was... I, I, they did the camera trick where they tried to lower it some when yeah. you picked up the phone and stuff. But I immediately went, something's not right. And I'm so happy I just Google searched it and went, oh, my God, he was wearing lifts.
0: Which it's like you're a movie star at this point. Why are you worried about how tall you are?
1: Which I don't think anyone else in this movie was
0: tall. No, like, like everyone's a kind of a short.
1: No, Seth Green's definitely not. and
0: I'm probably taller yeah. than everybody in this movie. So. Yeah,
1: and better. Yeah, you and I are both are taller, more cooler, Oh yeah, and uh, more more handsome robber.
0: Just less rich. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so look, if you want to sponsor this podcast, we'll do anything. <laughs> Preston said he'd eat a whole tub of mayonnaise on camera. Mm,
0: I'm not shaming you. Okay, me. I'll do it. Um, oh, God.
1: <laughs> 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 um.
0: So, we've got the crew got the crew then you got because a warehouse I got a warehouse too we meet in an empty train lot and we have to explain how the crew got started because we didn't do that at the end of the at the beginning of the movie
1: whoops oh you're right I went way out of order just now <laughs> no 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 the uh the heist or child sequence where they roll the ball and stuff yeah okay sorry yeah I'm all mixed up yeah that was a uh...
0: Where they all meet in like this abandoned train lot, and for some reason, the Napster guy, uh, Seth Green's character, has a motorcycle.
1: That was the most weird. Yeah. But, I mean, I laugh my tail off, but it's just like, who decided to do
0: this? Apparently, their director thought this guy was hilarious because he, there was a, another thing I read yes. where like he couldn't stop laughing at his improv scene when uh, Handsome Rob gets that technician's uh, stuff and he's oh, just God. going off. So apparently, uh, look, the director Seth, thought he was hilarious.
1: Seth Green can be funny.
0: Yeah, I'll yes. say that. Yeah. But He's a great writer.
1: He, better writer. And he kind of reminds me of like carrot top humor. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. being a, a ginger racist now, but
0: it's it's that early 2000s humor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It
1: doesn't age. doesn't age well at all, but it's, I mean, you know, whatever.
0: Although the three best comedies that come out of that time, Super Bad. Um, Tropic thunder anchorman I mean come on yeah. yeah yeah good stuff uh so we we are introduced to the whole crew we learned that Seth Green was roommates with the guy that made Napster in college and that the guy stole Napster from him and that he created Napster he's the one that created Napster even though it was shut down by this point uh, yeah long handsome Rob was on in a car chase
1: the longest uh, car chase drove coast to coast apparently okay and he's not in jail <laughs> no, like, he's, he not in not he's
0: out you know and apparently he did this before the italian job so i mean apparently you don't go to jail for doing a coast to coast uh highway chase now you you get mm-hmm. a high five yeah it's like you get a good job <laughs> yeah that was great british
1: boy yeah, Thank and you.
0: Then, and uh Mo's Deaf blew out his ear as a kid with explosives and he's obsessed with explosives. Okay. Yeah. Also, the left ear thing does not matter.
1: No, I thought they'd make a big deal out about that. i make a cheap joke. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm partially deaf in my left ear. Yeah. So I was like,
0: so, oh, that's hilarious.
1: I forgot it was his left ear. Never made it right, about I it.
0: think it's a it's his right ear because he's got right, the thing okay. in his ear. And that's right. There's right. a scene later on where they're going to meet that big Samoan guy and Mark Wahlberg is standing to Mos Def's right and he's talking to him and Mos Def doesn't struggle to get his good ear around there. Mm-hmm.
1: No, instead he just like, stares at Skinny Pete.
0: I mean, if I if I had a best friend whose name was Left Ear and you can only hear out of his left ear, I would always make sure to be on the left side of his body. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but Mark Wahlberg's serious in this, man. He doesn't play jokes or games. Right. That was my Michael Caine for some reason, but...
0: Michael Caine, all right? When I get a script, what I do is I read the first page, then I read the last page. And if the part they want me considers on both of them, then I do the bloody picture. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to know
1: that these are for my friends. All the... (laughs) uh, that ain't good.
0: That's what I did with The Dark Knight. I read the first page, read the last page, Alfred was on both of him, so I did the fucking picture.
1: Who cares? I <laughs> was I was quite surprised to hear that that would happen to not be King Knight's Camelot tales, yet Batman, and I was a waiter.
0: Batman, I won't feel you. I won't bury you, Batman. I won't do it. I, god,
1: oh my god! What a performance, man! <laughs> I'm making fun, but oh, so I won't.
0: Good. I won't bury you. I won't do it, Master Wayne. I won't do it. I won't bury.
1: Is he him. the? He's the best, Alfred, right?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Andy Circus. Yeah. I mean, they just needed a British dude for that movie. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Back to the Italian job. Yep. So
1: you get the uh meetup scene. have a yeah. loose plan. They don't describe it, just kicks off. Yeah. Uh handsome Rob s- hooks up with that girl, steals the keys.
0: Yeah. Cause they the, the original plan is they want to steal it in traffic in transit, because he's moving all his gold. Somehow they know. No, not right, yet. Yeah. No, they want to house, get it out the part. house and then. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh well, we can't do it in traffic." So they're like, "Oh, we've got." That's right, because after that they realize they need to scan of the house, so they yep. break his they break his cable, send Charlie Stireon after handsome Rod hooks up with a technician lady, and they get the the outline of the house, and they're like, "We we can drive these Mini Coopers in there." and load the gold and get out. Okay. <laughs> At this point, they should have just shot
1: Ed Norton and yeah, left him and, I mean, Cause, done.
0: Because he figures out that that's Donald Sutherland's daughter real quick on the date. like Yeah.
1: Almost she immediately. Screws up and says a saying that only he said. Yeah. And then he's like, she should be about your age. And I'm like, well, okay, well, how old is Charlize Theron then? Because... Right. She was
0: like she was like yeah. twenty eight, twenty seven in this movie. Okay. In two thousand three.
1: Oh, I'm so. sorry. I should have said how old is her character? Uh, Stella. The same age. All right. Yeah. Cool. I was
0: guess. Maybe. God, yeah. I just I just
1: hate that I'm attracted to Donald Sutherland now. But <laughs> um, I uh I used to work with a girl from South Africa that uh-huh. looked almost identical to her. Oh, wow. And I was like, who do you remind me of? And she didn't have an American accent. It was South African. And she's like, I can't pronounce the place. South I'm from Benoa. And I'm like, Benoa. I, like, I know there's a cricket player from there. And she goes, and so it's my doppelganger. And I'm
0: like, oh, my God, that's who you look like. Charlie Staron, which she doesn't. She's, I don't think Charlie Staron has an accent at all. No, really. it's
1: gone. It's yeah. gone. So, anyway sorry
0: (laughs) task at hand
1: (laughs) yeah they uh i man, i thought that i really i I guess i just they put the camera on her it's an american flag that helps scan everything seth green's character pokes her i thought Uh she bled and that's how he figured out that she's casing him but that no i don't that's another movie i guess but yeah
0: she uh, yeah. she poses as a, a cable technician, gets a scan. I guess she gets a scan of the house somehow. I don't know how they did this, but There's Seth no Green light. has like a, a 3D map of his house. I
1: have to. I know this is audio mainly, but I have to show this on video. Go for it. I'm going to get you in trouble. Actually, you, you wouldn't dare do this. I have before. I'm a bad IT person. Okay. She does the most flawless. I'm an IT person. I'm going to. Fix this, but really, someone else is just gonna make you look stupid. Yeah. Let me just take a look at this real quick.
0: Oh, reset
1: it. Oh, no problem. Well, you she, she,
0: uh, to her credit, she actually does like hold the like little reset button in the back of the thing. It looks like with a pin. So
1: that's very true.
0: Maybe The, the person won't know. Nobody's gonna try to reset their router. No. By themselves. No. Or- I do, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. I know the consequences. <sighs> um, so they're like, "All right, so we can drive these, these, these cars in here," and so their plan is to get um him out of the house with because he he asks out Charlize Theron and she agrees, and so he goes to the date, and the plan is to go in and do it that night. And drive through the house, get the gold, and head out. But yeah,
1: she wasn't even gonna go to the date.
0: Yeah, and the night of the thing, there somebody up the road was having a party, so there was too many people around. So she had to go on the date, and that's where he figures out that he that she's Bridger. Bridger is that his name?
1: Yes, Stella Bridger. That's her last name. Yeah,
0: Bridger's daughter. Yes. And so now uh, Steve,
1: his name's John.
0: Yeah. So now Steve's Steve's on guard. He's like, whoa. And in the middle of this, he kills a Russian guy that he's selling the <laughs> bricks to.
1: That dumb Russian. Uh, no, Ukrainian. Let's get it right, buddy.
0: Oh, Ukrainian. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, It's, it's made out earlier on. He's just a talkative guy who doesn't quit talking, but then like gets himself killed.
0: Yeah. the You talking about the, oh yeah, the, the, the pawn shop owner or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Steve just like kills him right there because he asked too many questions, I guess. And he just Bang. leaves him there, like nobody's gonna notice.
1: That's again. I guess Edward Norton. They just didn't care for him. They didn't care for his character. Didn't care for anything. Just yeah. yeah he's bad. He's not smart. Done. No imagination.
0: Yeah. So that guy's brother, of course, shows up. Um, and now they're looking for Ed Norton. So it's the, it's it's the heist. We've we've hired a mechanic. You know, we've we've sourced all this stuff from the Samoan guy you know, we've got the, the cars outfitted for the gold. And so now we figure out that actually we can steal it in traffic. If we get this and we also have access to the, the stoplight so we can make them green anytime we want.
1: Do you think that exists by the way? I don't think so. So, hold on. I got to do some math. I've never been arrested really. Um, there at one point. (laughs) Yeah. Surprisingly. Um, very close so at some point in time i shouldn't tell this story so you can decide if you leave it or not but some okay. point in time i figured out people that did maintenance on the uh stop that have the box beside like stand up there's a wireless piece that they plug into that that helps them get to their machines well there's a lot of them people never unplugged them they always left them plugged in because it was easier you could just pull up stay in your car oh boy you could change lights i I, you either that specific one that i tested this at all the time you could change lights if you're there and they know when people do it. i bet i didn't get arrested but i got caught (laughs) so So,
0: like i I assumed it was just like sensors
1: for the italian job one
0: No, in in real real life, life. I assume it's like sensors. Some
1: of them are sensor-based, but some of them, it's like a diagnostic thing. Like an
0: algorithm for certain times a day?
1: Yeah, yeah, those are there, definitely. And these are a little bit older, too. It's like they program that time change, Mm -hmm. and then when they have to do maintenance, they just go back to it. It's not really connected to a uh, mainframe or anything else. It's just on Uh, its own. But those are all gone now. They replaced that.
0: Maybe maybe in a city like Los Angeles, the system in this movie existed. Yeah.
1: And I think LA's got a traffic hub very similar to what they showed that okay. that's a full-time job.
0: Yeah, I imagine so. Uh,
1: yeah. But, yeah, there's no, actually, there's a full way. Yeah. The government at this point in time, and even now, they don't have good systems and no. stuff. So I'm trying not to incriminate myself
0: any nah, you're further. You're not to incriminate yourself. <laughs> well. It's in, it's <laughs> in the past it's in the past. All right, it, true. So Steve knowing that they're coming for his gold, he's moving it with like three armored cars. And so they load up the the, the cars at the um house and he the the our crew is watching. But oh-oh, it's a shell game. There's three of them. We don't know which one's carrying the gold. But Seth oh, Green, boy. here's
1: here's the best. Here's oh my gosh, no way. <laughs>
0: Which I was like, I don't know if you, I don't know if that's real measuring the height of the back wheels or the... the Oh, You can do it.
1: You can do it. But those, I couldn't sleep. So I went and did a little looking. Most of those have such suspensions that it compensates. That's what I figured. Yeah. And this, that time of day, there's no way there's a camera clean enough that he hacked into to get that, man. It's all just going to be a big blur. Yeah. Like...
0: it. No. no no traffic camera has the quality he would need for that measurement. Hey, great concept.
1: Great concept, yes. though. But before that, yeah, you may have just said it, and I zoned out. Sorry. Uh, they can't rob his house that night because his neighbor's having a party.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mentioned <laughs> that. Yeah. I neighbor's just, having a party.
1: Neighbor's having a party. like. sorry i I black my notes get get, i stopped this movie at some point around here and my notes get really out of order so sorry for that
0: yeah so they they figure out which one it is with that weird measuring thing and so they explode the street in a certain spot while the helicopter's
1: passing by a building at the right time yes oh my gosh man
0: where's my truck where's my truck oh no where's my truck
1: and, and like, yeah, there's all this dust. Clearly it went below.
0: It <laughs> went down under. It's underground. And so they they get it down there. Charlie Theron, of course, cracks the safe. We've got our gold. And we, we load up our modified midis, which I don't know how real that is. Cause
1: no, those things are like golf carts, man. It, no like way. Each
0: one of those things, there's no way they can carry 5,000 tons and still drive the way they do. No, 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 somebody no. I just called bull. So I was doing, I was doing research myself and somebody online estimated that each one of those cars would have been carrying like 5,000 pounds of gold each.
1: Really interesting, fun fact though. I actually, you know what? I don't feel that smart anymore because it's on IMDb. Yeah. But I went, you know what? You can't legally put gas operated items in that. W- that was another thing. subway. So the, they the built subway... two electric powered minis, man.
0: Yeah, like the the subway scene where they 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 beat the the train. That was those were two like really heavily modified minis that they turned into basically electric cars because you can't drive gas powered stuff in a subway.
1: That's pretty crazy. I mean, that was that's props to the prop department. Or whoever they're yeah. like, good job, man. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: That's they, what they threw either- me off.
1: I stopped it, and you know, a typical nerd like I am, I went, you can't drive a car. So they must have faked this somewhere else, and it's like, yeah. no, that's L.A. So
0: yeah, they, they shot it. They shot everything mostly in L.A. Um, I I was reading something that only one thing was like a a set, but I can't remember which scene. So a, a car don't chase in Oh
1: okay. yeah, <laughs> a car chase with motorcycles and a helicopter.
0: Yeah, these motorcycle I, guards uh, are like way too dedicated because they follow them through a sewer.
1: There's no way they're getting paid enough.
0: No. I'd be like, "Eh, it's gone now. Who cares? Uh, But one of the, one of the most, like the wildest scenes is a helicopter flies under an overpass and blocks Mark Wahlberg in. And it's real. Like it's a real helicopter. It's a real jump. I remember remember that that being real. That whoever that pilot was, was like on point, like, To fly under there and then fly back out is wild.
1: That man has custom pants because his testes are so large. (laughs) Man, I remembered that point, and I knew it was coming up, and I went, oh, that's right. That's right.
0: There's no effects here. This guy did this. It was probably one of those Vietnam pilots that was just like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Just. You guys got a cigarette. <laughs> I did he, this back in <laughs> Nam. It ain't no shit. <laughs> and
1: this is where those three Vietnam listeners you have, are walking away. Yeah. You hippie. Uh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but the other, oh, it was, um, crap. I just realized what it was. The Metro tunnel and the yes. L and the, it's too big. So, they couldn't fit it on a soundstage. Yeah. And they couldn't do it there. So, it's in the uh, hangar where they assembled the space shuttle. Oh, okay. The first one.
0: Yeah. Is that where Stanley Kubrick shot the moon landing?
1: No, that was in Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you all about these UAPs or whatever they're called now. They're everywhere.
0: Even though it would have cost more to fake the moon landing than it actually would have cost to go to the moon back then. (laughs)
1: you know what look at this man you don't have to edit this out i almost said something and i didn't so go for it (laughs) yep not doing it that dude that um that made the movie for me that whole helicopter sequence but then freaking um god why am i drawing a blank who's the glove boy oj simpson oh god freaking oj simpson comes out and gets that ford bronco
0: (laughs) Because Ed oh, yeah. steals some guys' Ford yeah. Bronco. Edward, Edward Norton steals a Bronco. Follow yeah. Follows ah. them to a train yard where they're loading it onto a train. And he's like, ooh, I got gotcha. you. And then uh, Charlie Croker's like, no, you didn't. I brought the Ukrainians here. Whoa, Which, whoa,
1: that's too much energy.
0: Too much energy. Tone it down. Where did you... Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Where did they have a, a meeting? Like... How oh. did they meet?
1: Yeah, so um what's that guy's name? I must name? have missed that part. cool name. It's it's brief and it's it's Mashkov. It's that's his name. Okay. Uh his cousin's the guy that gets killed.
0: Right. In yeah.
1: the pawn shop. And uh, he I guess another worker of theirs is like, some guy was asking me about the jewelry bars with the dancing women on them. And he's like, Who was it? And you find out when uh skinny Pete. They, they first meet Skinny Pete. He tells Charlie, hey, man, is this about those bricks? And he's like, no, no, you're good on that, man. So the connections made that Skinny Pete told Mark Wahlberg about the bricks. Gotcha. So Markoff thinks that, uh, or Mashkov thinks that Charlie killed his cousin. Charlie, uh, the guy, Skinny Pete calls him and says, I can't believe you killed that guy. You screwed me up. So then he calls him and says, hey, man, I got to make a plan. Him, right? Yeah. So they communicate. Mm-hmm. And set that up. There's a call out where they're like, "Be at the this train stop at this time." It's like okay. a two second clip.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah, that. I mean, that was cool how they snuck it in, but yeah. No, I mean you. I knew it was gonna come in. I mean, you can miss it so fast because it's just yeah. like how the how did these guys get here because
0: like the Ukrainians are barely in this movie.
1: Yeah, almost as much as Donald Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. Um, they got so, paid a lot less.
0: Of course, he Charlie hands over some gold to the Ukrainians. They take Steve. Who knows what they're going to do. And there's some ad bad ADR where he's like, no, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. And his mouth is not moving like at all when they're carrying him off.
1: I love it. I live for that, man. Those are my favorite <laughs> moments in any movie. When the ADR is bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm I'm it's just in. terrible. Um, But then you get the nice... Uh, it's the nice, like... They all drink champagne. Of course. And go to New Orleans on that train. And then uh, roll credits. Handsome Rob buys the car. He gets pulled over by a policewoman. He's going to handsome rob her up. Oh, yeah. Left ear buys a man. Let's just talk about the. Left ear buys a mansion. Okay. Couple million.
0: With a room for his shoes.
1: Yeah. Which never. He wore the same shoes the whole movie. Sorry. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Like you talked about the shoe thing and you only. As a, as, a, as, Rob, a, as a fellow shoehead, I'm like, no, like, no, you gotta wear some more shoes.
1: Handsome Rob buys a really expensive car. Yeah. It's like two hundred thousand, maybe. Um, Seth Green, Lyle, mm-hmm. Lyle, no last name, just Lyle. Mm-hmm. Somehow gets on the cover of Time magazine. Buys that speaker system. So did they all make different money? Or did some of them just not spend it because
0: <laughs> probably none of I them mean, spent it I don't know most
1: deaf wins, I mean he bought a mansion, so
0: he probably blew through a lot of his money. I think they got like thirty was it thirty million a piece or something like that
1: uh no, it's twenty seven million total
0: twenty seven that well, they're barely making anything like
1: yeah, well, like you know what, this was five well, of them. What's that? This is the early 2000s Preston. Back then it's 27 million, now it's like 13 million. Don't you know inflation?
0: <laughs> I was like, hey, I mean, you made you made good money on this job, but like none to buy like a freaking mansion in the Italian Alps somewhere. Like you burned through all okay. your money at that
1: point. No, it's gone. And keep living. um but you do get uh Charlie and Stella. Oh yeah, of, of course the they Billy. fall in
0: love without any uh, like previous connection in this movie at all? So what well, you're been... telling me is
1: Mark Wahlberg is attracted to Donald Sutherland. <laughs> uh, I, I had the weird thought in this. So there's very mm-hmm. little CGI, and this is the time of movies still where if yeah. you have to do something, shoot it. You have to go there. Yeah, they went to Italy for no reason. That yeah, clip's no two seconds long. I mean, they probably filmed it when they did well, their first chase scene, but. Probably going to Venice was
0: like, you you needed to shoot that in Venice. Yeah. If you're going to be in Venice. It's hard to fake Venice. Venice.
1: Yeah. They had to get uh, permission from the Venice authority to film and go over the speed limit for the boats. But they approved. So, so. yeah. I mean, shoot. Why not? I mean, this
0: isn't League of Extraordinary Gentlemen where we're trapping a car in Venice. (laughs) 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 Give it it to
1: me, Preston. Give it to me. I've heard Michael Caine. You know what I want now.
0: The Sean Connery.
1: Yeah I, yeah I hit my
0: wife I hit my wife with an open hand not a closed fish get in the line woman that's right I'm a submarine commander I'm a Russian submarine commander that's right i'm'm I'm, I'm I'm the only I'm a Spaniard in a movie about the eternal Scottish warrior come us everybody
1: <laughs> dude I've never seen that movie uh, and I started watching it uh at the hotel room. And almost um, missed my grandpa's visitation because I wanted oh to
0: finish God. watching it. Bless.
1: No, I was way early. Trust me. I'm I'm not that criminal, but yeah. Oh. <sighs> hey, but nice. you know what? Great connection. Mortal Kombat. Raiden
0: is the Highlander. Oh, yeah. 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 But so now we move on to the much anticipated trivia. I want to know about all Eddie N. All right. Well, the 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 first I got two things before that. In an early version of the screenplay, the original heist was supposed to happen on a boat in the Mediterranean Sea, but the producers moved it to Venice, so it actually took place in Italy. Good call.
1: (laughs) That's the (laughs) The dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's sad that the producers had to be like, hey, shouldn't we actually put this... In Italy, so like, because our movie is called the Italian Job, so we have to be in Italy at some point.
1: <laughs> Preston, you probably shouldn't give too much credit to the guy that produced this, because you know what else he produced, correct? What? Green
0: Lantern. What? <laughs> yeah, that was an okay movie. We said that was yeah. better than we remembered it. So yeah, yeah, it did. By
1: the way, I've been doing this with you over for a year now. Cause we get yes, because we did Scott have. Captain yeah. this week. A year yeah. ago. It showed up and I went... That was your first episode. I felt so guilty seeing the uh, memory pop up and went, I've really, really ruined the world now of that.
0: <laughs> you you made more people aware of Sky Captain in the world of tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Did you hear they were actually rebooting it? It's going to be on uh, HBO oh, Max.
0: God. It's not really. I'm just lying. I'm kidding. It's, that's how Hollywood is now, though. It's like, I believe that. <laughs> um. The next piece of trivia: Mark Wahlberg was originally interested in the role of Steve Frizzelli, but F. Gary Gray thought he was perfect for Charlie. <laughs>
1: that dude rules. He goes by F. Gary Gray.
0: Yeah, F. Gary Gray. He's the director of this movie.
1: He did uh, I only know this because of F. Gary Gray. His name's Felix, I think. Yeah. But he uh, he directed Friday.
0: Okay, he also directed uh, one, I think a couple of Fast and Furious movies.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. There's a couple other Yeah. once they're out there. Pretty pretty good. I looked it up. I can't remember it. Yeah. Pretty good career though. I mean like yeah. good action stuff.
0: He made he's he's made some good stuff. Yeah. And now the final much anticipated Edward Norton piece of trivia. This is a long this is a long one. This is a lot. <clears throat> Edward Norton made it clear that his participation in this film was a result of a contractual obligation, not choice. That's it. He had signed a three-movie deal with Paramount, of which Primal Fear 1996, his breakthrough movie, was the first. He kept dismissing scripts for the other two films of the deal until Paramount coerced him into accepting a role in this film. Norton did not hide his misery on set, clashing with the crew throughout it, and when the producer handed out gifts to the cast over the movie's surprisingly strong box office performance, Norton returned the gift with a note stating, give this to someone who you actually like or someone who actually likes you. Okay. So, what a prick. Like, I'm I'm miserable, so I'm going to make everyone else's life miserable on set.
1: You know that he, uh, he's the UN goodwill ambassador for uh,
0: biodiversity, right? Jesus.
1: (laughs) And, he's, and I think I'm, I might be but wrong he's in like this. Per-
0: notoriously terrible to work with because I think it was on American I, History X. He took over the edit. Oh, he God, tried to take yeah. over the edit of The Incredible Hulk. Like, imagine trying to do that with Kevin Feige today.
1: I got to look this up real quick. No, I'm right. Yeah, he was the first celebrity sponsor of the International Anti-Corruption Foundation. Mm. He, uh, You know what? He's probably a lot like Taylor Swift. I don't know if Taylor Swift has ever made a comment about, uh, saving the environment and pollution and stuff.
0: She probably has.
1: She has the highest private jet use in the world last year, 320 <laughs> something trips. Most of wow. them averaging 40 minutes. That's $79 million. I mean, 79 million pounds of like, whatever it is. Also, yeah. I'm not an environmentalist. I don't care. I just hate hypocrisy. So suck it to swift.
0: I mean, I, 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 you know, I recycle, but I'm not going to beat my chest Oof. on the environment like we're going to die tomorrow.
1: Buddy, we can't talk about that. Yeah. Um, here's a little fun fact. So the city of Clemson's quit picking up recycling because uh-huh. they figured out that Pickens County, where they take the recycling, was just dumping it in a landfill.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs>
0: that
1: was kind of disheartening. I, I wouldn't um, be surprised
0: if Lexington County was doing that, too.
1: Well, China doesn't need... Well, actually anymore
0: my trash is is a private company so maybe they actually do recycle I thought I you were know. gonna
1: say your my trash is your treasure <laughs> um, I, I, I got I have a couple of weird notes here the worst okay. driver in the movie was most deaf
0: I believe that yes he didn't have, he, he didn't have he a driver's New license. York yeah he didn't have a driver's license for this movie I read that
1: um the other one that I wrote most the, I think most of them you said uh, there is a sequel that was supposed to come out called the Brazilian Job.
0: Oh, yeah, there's been one in it's the works
1: for years. Still in the works, apparently.
0: Almost going on 20 years. Yeah,
1: it's not happening. There's no way. Actually, I don't know. Um,
0: Mark Wahlberg could make it happen. I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, he could. Did you, I don't think you've done this on this podcast, so forgive me. You haven't done SWAT, have you? No, I have not. So SWAT and Hollywood Homicide were getting filmed at the exact same time, almost the same streets. Wow the i di- i couldn't find it there's pictures online that i don't think they're part of the movie but it's production you can legit see swat happening here and then you can see italian job happening blocks over
0: hollywood so, was busy in 2003 man yeah that's they shut down hollywood
1: boulevard for this thing too which
0: yeah i'm sure that was yeah. fun
1: yeah not not probably worth it but for that's me, all i've, I've heard- got that's really good
0: what I've heard from LA, it's already congested enough. So,
1: yeah, I don't want to do that.
0: Yeah. So, it brings us to our our final segment. What you watching? I think I mentioned it last week. I
1: did watch. I'm almost done with it. Paper Girls.
0: Paper Girls. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's it is definitely it's a, from a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. It, the graphic novel came out before Stranger Things. So that's important. Yeah. Everyone's calling it the clone of Stranger Things. It's not. It's set in the 80s. The kids are riding bikes. I mean, the first episode. Stranger Things time travel
0: is not original in itself. So. Oh
1: no! I mean, look at the title. Even it's yeah. legitimately Stephen King's books.
0: It's like a font from a Stephen King book. So.
1: Yeah. Um. It's pretty good. It's definitely got some. Something geared towards girls more. Oh yeah. Which. Yeah, but it's just fine. And not, and not like in a. We
0: just hate a dude's du- way. I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's not that. It's. I try not to be weird. Girls going into adulthood. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like it's got that vibe. Like it, And it's fine. It's a little uncomfortable. But man, the story's really interesting. Yeah. um, It's probably terrible, and I just enjoy it because Jason Manzucas is in it.
0: So. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's I, it, man. I actually saw it advertised the other day. I. Uh, started Better Call Saul with oh. the second season last night, but that's because I had already watched the first season. So before I started, I watched a recap on YouTube of the first season. I was like, cool, because I didn't want to start the first season all over again. And they're like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. So I started in the second season. So
1: that is a uh, such a good series. I can't believe it's ending. I didn't. I I didn't realize it was still going on fully. I didn't either. Yeah, two episodes left, I think, or one now.
0: But it it seems like it's like a spinoff show that actually worked, like that. That's what's about
1: But you know what? Don't make a third spinoff show. Breaking Bad. No, Kill don't it. need let it.
0: This, let it die now. Just don't. Like I don't
1: care how good it is.
0: Because that Jesse Pinkman movie was was great. I like, you know
1: what I started it and uh, I started it at like. 1230 a.m. one day ooh, and started and fell asleep and just never watched it again not that it was bad but it was like it was late and it's but it, it, not very fast so
0: it gives you a lot of closure for that character like yeah other than him driving off like which was great at the end of Breaking Bad where he escapes that compound or whatever and he's just mm-hmm. crying in that car it picks up right after that and it just shows that a, his, he just finally actor, gets away man. yeah he, he's uh, doing great. He's awesome in Westworld. God, I got I I've got to pick that back up too. Like that again, I'm watching that and it's he's just great. Anytime yeah. he's on screen. I I've got to
1: I'm watching King of the Hill still. Oh, of course. That's my uh I'm trying to <laughs> I'm on the second to last season. Yeah. Um which I think I I think when we first did this segment before it was a segment, we just talked about it. Yeah. Dude, that show is so relevant. It is creepy.
0: It is weird. Yeah.
1: I mean if Simpsons can predict the future, then King of the Hill can predict culture. Yeah. So
0: so that's it for this week. Uh for the next three weeks we'll be doing the Oceans trilogy.
1: Yeah, I uh I'm gonna poop my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because I love those movies so much. Not just I'm gonna poop my pants. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Literally or figuratively? Do we need to end early or what's going on? I'm going to take these zip
0: ties, put them on my shorts and blow it out. Um, yeah. So we'll I'm be back um, next week with the first one. Ocean's 11. Uh, leave a review where you can. You've listened this far. Just, you know, throw, throw a couple stars our way. Three or four or five, however many you want to do. doesn't matter. Uh, if
1: you leave a five star review and I find out,
0: I will not do anything, but be happy. <laughs> if you leave a five star review and write out a review, like a, a, extremely well thought out review. We will read it on the podcast, but I doubt anybody will do that.
1: Oh, Okay. Well,
0: I'm going to make some, yeah, this is going (laughs) to happen. So with that, I'll say uh, you can uh, find us at second take movies on Instagram. And if you have a suggestion, you can leave an email at second take movies at gmail.com. And with, for Jake, I will say, we'll see you next week with oceans 11.